Hey, it's Justin Logan from The Cabin Studio. If you have an audio recording need, come see us. Here at The Cabin, we specialize in bringing your music to life. No band? No problem. Unfinished arrangement? No problem. Got a verse that you just don't really like, but the rest of the song is really good? Man, I can help you with that too. We're here to help you realize your music and meet you at whatever stage of creation you're in, from idea inception all the way to mastering. Whatever you need, we can take care of you. Come see us at The Cabin, where we make vibes. everybody uh we're back once again um unlike our main man khabib nurgamedov uh, we have not retired uh we, we we are back um we were off last week uh had some scheduling issues but you don't need to worry about that because i jesse white deer am back with uh my mainest of all men the the uh the uh Ricky Morton to my uh, Bobby Eaton. The uh, I don't know if I got that right, but the other half of the show, Dathan John. Whoa, Dathan John in the house. That was Dathan an excellent John. intro for me. <laughs> there you go. So uh, we should we should we should get actual nicknames and have like nicknames. like uh-huh. like you know how like fighters get their their nicknames announced whenever. They're gonna announce for a fight. We should have the same same deal. There you go. I don't know. We'll we'll put it to the polls. Uh, if somebody can come up with a good nickname, we might have to use it. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe we can make up our own. Anyways, uh, so uh, uh, Dathan, did you have a good Halloween? Dude, I'm not even gonna lie. I chilled at home all Halloween. I. Uh... Uh-huh. Watched Hocus Pocus as the norm, ordered some Zaw, and chilled out. Well, all right. You can't beat that. You can't beat a night in. I uh, I went to a small gathering. Um, very small. Uh, we watched YouTube videos. Uh, got to drink a little bit of the bubbly, as they say. Uh, as Chris Jericho would say. As Chris Jericho would say, a little bit of the bubbly. Uh, it was in champagne. Uh, it was a mixed drink. Uh, I had a glass and chilled out, and uh, that's about it. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, uh, nice night in, nice night among friends. But uh, here we are, and we're here to kind of uh, talk about a little bit of the stuff that went down at Halloween Havoc. Or not Halloween, well, Halloween Havoc, but uh, also um, Hell in the Cell as well. Kind of catch up on a little bit of the news, and then we're going to look forward to uh, AEW Full Gear, which goes down on Saturday. Uh, but first, we have a little bit of uh, we need to get to something. Uh, we have one fan question coming in today, uh, which is okay. Uh, uh, we we know that everyone out there still loves us. They're just uh, they were busy, you know. They 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 were They're busy. They're working off their hangovers 
from exactly. Halloween. They there had scheduling go. conflicts also. It's okay. Yeah, there you go. So that maybe it's karma for taking last week off. Maybe no one's sending questions. But if you want to send in those questions next week, uh, you could do so by messaging the Facebook page. Uh, you can send us an email. You can, we'll make a post uh, probably next Tuesday, and you can comment underneath that. Or you can message uh, one of us directly. A um, couple of ways to do it. Uh, that email is going to be spudplexpodcast, all one word, at gmail.com. Or, of course, you can go to the Facebook page, message that. But on to the question, the one question of this week. Uh, our one and only number one question is coming from uh, Dakota Brazier, a good friend of mine, a good guy, and he wants to know, Dathan. He he he's asking the tough questions over here. He well, I enjoy the know. tough questions. There you go. The, the I, good I brain scratchers. The good head scratchers. He wants to know: Could a heavyweight boxer knock off a zombie's head? I'm assuming he means by uppercut. But what do you think? Could a heavyweight boxer punch off a zombie's head? Well, it depends on a couple things, I think. Okay. How strong the boxer is. Because, I mean, anybody can be a heavyweight, but not be super strong. So uh-huh. you, I think you'd have to be super strong. And I think the zombie would have to be um, pretty decayed. Okay. If, if it's like a fresh zombie, then, you know, they're still pretty human all the meats intact and whatnot with the decayed zombie i mean it's still gonna be hard breaking bones but they don't have as much meat on there so i think it'd be a little bit easier okay there, there, there you go you've heard it from the uh from the uh from dathan john uh you know it, if uh, a uh, heavyweight boxer could punch off a zombie's head i'm in agreement. i think you know sure why not you know, um, if uh, I, I think that if it's more to your point, if it's depending on what kind of zombie, because if it's uh, like a walker zombie, like from The Walking Dead, um, those usually those zombies are usually more uh, not as decayed. If it's like a zombie from, oh, let's see, like a Romero zombie, I think so. Um, uh, spe- speaking of zombies, though. Um, what are your uh, you into zombie movies? You into Halloween movies? Since we had Halloween last week, oh, man, I used to be really into zombie movies as a kid, but I think, I mean, now I'm not. And I think looking back at it, the reason why is because so many terrible zombie movies were made. Like so many like B movie, like B zombie movies were made, and uh, I think that's what killed it for me. All right. Well, hey, there was, nothing there was too much of it. Too much. Too too much oversaturation. I yeah. think um, I agree. I think, well, I agree then disagree. I think that the fact that there's so many shitty horror movies, they can be fun. You know, you uh, you invite a, a date over, you know, um, you, you guys uh, order some pizza, you know, especially these days you order in. Uh, DoorDash, um, you know, whatever. whatever. Uh, you you pop in a, a, a terrible horror movie. Uh, everyone enjoys terrible horror movies. Um, so there you go. I bet days with you are fun, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> we 
Well, you know what? That's uh, yeah. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna shit on myself. I'm just gonna group. <laughs> what about you? What What do you add? For you, before we get into everything, I really want to know what's your typical first date. Like, how do you approach it? <clears throat> oh man, that's a good one. Thing is, I I hate anybody in fucking forever. That's a guy. Honestly, I don't know where I would start. I haven't dated anybody in so long that I'd be stuck. I'd be like, what do you want to do? We'll just do it. I let them be in control. Ah, I got you. So you're you're more of the uh you're more of putting everything into action. They have to be the idea person. So they got the idea, you're like, All right, we're gonna do that. I got you. You set everything up. I got you. And uh, for all you ladies out there. Uh, hit Dathan and John up at uh, <laughs> John Mustard on Instagram, uh, right? Yeah, D dot John underscore Mustard on Mustard, and we and uh, and we uh, we confirmed uh, last podcast, of course, not last week, but the week before, that uh, you're into the honey mustard, a little bit of the spicy mustard. Yeah, on some fries, dude. Man, that's some there you go. stuff. Hey. Can't fuck with that, man. There you go. Nope. But, uh... Oh, were you going to say something? No, 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 I was I was just saying, yeah. Oh, you were green. Okay, well, cool. Well, uh, two guys that probably don't have trouble getting dates, uh, Dathan, is uh, Rare Roman Reigns and uh, Jay Uso. Uh, there's a... Uh, it, it appears our boy Jay Uso gave up on his bid for a world title uh, you know, of course, uh, from the fallout of Hell in the Cell, um, Roman Reigns, you know, of course, defeats his cousin, Jey Uso, lays a beating on him, uh, is the, you know, is the gets war chief, well, chief status or tribal chief status or... Yeah, tribal chief, the head of the table, right. if you will. Head table. He's the Bill Anatubby of uh, the Samoans over there. So he, so he gets the major props. Uh, you know, gets his win over his cousin at uh, Hell in a Cell uh, by choking we... out his brother. By choking no, out, boss. yeah, there you go. So, well, what do you think? You, you got a brother? Would you? <clears throat> do you think you could choke out your brother to defeat your cousin? Oh, man, no, I probably could. <laughs> it depends on what he. It depends on what he what he did to me that week. That I'll I'll think about it. But you know what? What the hell? <laughs> there you go. A title, am, am I right? Like, I mean, we're talking about travel chief and head of the table. I'm sure, he can, I'm sure he can take getting choked out for for that. <laughs> Surely, your brother can uh, can do the job. <laughs> let you out, so you can ultimately defeat your cousin. So a lot of a lot of factors going in here, but uh, yeah. So um, Roman Reigns gets the win over his cousin Jey Uso. Um, and then he, uh, of course, lays a lays a brutal attack. Um, that apparently told Jay Uso, you know what? Fuck all this being face stuff. We're gonna go heal, baby, and mm-hmm. uh, and we're gonna attack uh, America's champion, the planet's champion, Daniel Bryan, to prove it, to prove how evil we are. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I loved it, honestly. Like this whole. I don't remember if it was last week that I was saying, or not last week, but the last podcast that we did. Um, 
Yeah, this was just supposed to be a one and done thing, and I and what they've done with it totally is amazing. Like, <clears throat> you know, with the traditionally, whenever in um, wrestling, whenever they have family fight each other, it's just kind of bleh. Like, mm-hmm. they they turn on each other, they have a couple matches, and then that's it. They either you know, then they go rogue for a little bit, and then bam, they're a tag team again. With this, it's like telling an actual story. I think you know because they're they're bringing in you know, stuff from whenever they was kids, to doing the stuff now. The whole you know having a time with family, as in like you know the chief of the tribe and whatnot. Sick and. With Roman being on, like, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I think I think Roman just fits that 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 whole persona. Mm-hmm. You know, him being the the main guy of everything and having um, to boss around Jay and Jimmy. I just think mm-hmm. it, I just think it's good, and they they kind of solidify that. I think whenever because at the end of um, Jay and Roman's match. Um, whenever Roman and Paul Heyman are on the ramp, the Wild Simones come out and give him his uh, lathe, I think that's what it is. That's what mm-hmm. they call it. To kind of symbolize him as the chief. And I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. What do you, so, um, yeah, I mean, uh, more to your point. Yeah, I, I think that Roman Reigns definitely is, he he's the standout of that Samoan dynasty, of course, right now, you know, and for those of you unfamiliar the uh, Samoan dynasty, of course, uh, includes uh, the Rock, uh, Rikishi, the Usos, the Wild Samoans, uh, Yokozuna, Umaga, um, you know, Roman Reigns. Uh, yeah, so just um, Nia, uh, Nia Jax. So just a, a plethora of, uh, 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 what was it, um, uh, King Tonga, um, mm-hmm. or Ming in WCW, um, the Barbarian. Uh, you know, who is one half of, um, man, uh, powers of pain. There you go. So, um, but yeah, so a, a lot of notable names coming from that Samoan dynasty. I think, um, I think Jimmy Snuka was in that too. I want to say Jimmy Snuka. Yeah. 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 Of course. Jimmy Snuka. How could I forget? Sorry, Jimmy. Sorry, Superfly. <laughs> Don't murder me. No. <laughs> oh man. That went dark. <laughs> well, you know, he. Allegedly murdered his girlfriend, so you know. Anyways, but uh, uh, yeah, Roman Reigns, of course, was um, was made the 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 tribal chief. You know, like I, I, I wouldn't go tribal chief. I would, I would go for war chief status. I feel like that just kind of has a more of a ring to it. You know, the war chief Roman Reigns. Yeah, I, I mean, I can sort of see that. I think, I think, I think. Well, I don't think WWE can go with War Chief because they don't want because it's still technically PG and they don't want war in anything. I mean, just like they they canceled um, the War Raiders name, I think they changed them to the Viking Raiders not too long ago. Yeah. And they so. well, and then they changed them to uh, something else. So it wasn't even. I think it's the Viking Experience. Yeah, so, yeah, some shit like that. Yeah, some something something weird. But I, I uh, think I think tribal chief fits him good. Yeah, the tribal chief Roman Reigns. You know, you can put that on a T-shirt. 
you can bastardize his culture. You know, I, I think that everyone kind of, kind of, kind of wins there. Uh, the I'm I'm interested to see. So the the rumor is that Roman Reigns and of course Jay Uso, uh, Jay Uso turning heel, um, and then once Jimmy Uso, uh, Jay Uso's twin brother, Jimmy Uso, once he's released um, from his medical uh, waiver or you know um, when he comes back from injury, uh, yeah. he is going to join. Roman Reigns and Jay Uso, and they're going to form a, a a new faction, I guess. Um, now, th- here's the thing, though: is like, uh, what do you think overall as of uh, factions in wrestling? Do you think that they're overplayed? Do you think because you know we we we've seen what uh, we've seen like the Wyatt family, and then we've seen like the New Day, uh, CM Punk faction. Yeah. Um, you know, Ministry of Darkness. So, so we've, uh, you know, the the corporation. So we've seen all these different factions, and it seems like factions are kind of like a a thing. You know what I mean? Like they get, um, they tend to be overused, in my opinion. But yeah, I don't know what your thoughts are? Well, I'm, I'm of the opinion that, uh, yeah, there there has been a lot of factions, you know, put together, but I think. I think as long as they, as WWE, uh, as long as WWE plays their cards right on it, I don't think it'll be that big of an issue with it. I mean, I think I thought that they should have that Roman Reigns and the Usos should have made a faction a long time ago, mm. whenever though they were both still good. But I think um, the way they're playing this out now, I, th- I mean, so yeah, that's the rumor. I think what's gonna end up happening is, um. <laughs> Jay is still not. I mean, he's. I guess he's technically turned, but you can still see that he's not um, fully committed. Like Roman's, I think like Roman's gonna have him do all kinds of jacked up stuff that he's not gonna want to do, and he's gonna hold the fact that um, he has to do what he says, or else him and his family are out of the um, family. You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. Um, how the rest of the family is going to turn their backs on Jimmy and Jay and their immediate family. I think Roman's going to hold that against him and make him do some, some twisted stuff in the future with you know, I mean, you've already seen that um, that with Daniel Bryan by Daniel Bryan. Yeah, that uh, I'm kind of getting the the jump on Daniel Bryan, definitely, you know, and it's kind of like uh, Roman Reigns is is the mastermind, kind of making poor OJ so, you know, do do things like, uh, you know, beat up Daniel Bryan again, or doing some more, uh, yeah, like you said, stuff that he doesn't want to do, and it's so it could be interesting to see where they where they take that. Um, I. Again, you know, I'm not a big fan of factions. I, I think that they kind of get, uh, they're overplayed, you know, I feel like. And I feel like uh, people, <sighs> I think when WWE has like an idea for one, um, you know, one set of wrestlers, they tend to kind of overuse it. You know what I mean? Like it's. Yeah, they, they just, they use that as like a, a blueprint. They just copy it onto each, they just copy and paste it to each faction. Exactly. So then, like, everybody is, you know, um, in a faction. So, you know, what? why the hell yeah. not? I, I think I think the only thing that... No, go ahead. Oh, no, no. no. But I was going to say, um, 
but yeah, so um, I, I like the stuff that they they've the two matches that they did with Robin Reigns and with uh, Jay Uso. I of course was a was a fan of that for first match uh, class of champions, and then um, you know I thought that they had uh, I thought this match at Hell in the Cell was maybe it wasn't as good as the first one, but it yeah I I think it's still. It was a better match than a lot of the stuff that WWE's been producing here lately. Um, so, yeah, definitely. I, I think uh, Roman Reigns and the Usos by his side, um, it'd be interesting to see what they could do, you know, and it'd be um, because I, I think that um, a lot of people are kind of looking towards the Usos maybe getting the tag champions or championships. Um, mm-hmm. So, of course, you didn't have the Usos as the tag champions. Roman Reigns as your uh, your world champion, um, yeah, and kind of uh, so um, I don't know. I mean, if they can, if maybe they can recruit a few more family members, uh, I think that would be that would be something. Um, uh, there was another rumor that uh, the Rock was eventually. This was all leading to the Rock challenging Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. And then I so course, hope that happens, man. You think so? Okay, so. Uh, I guess another question for you is, um, what's your thoughts on like older wrestlers like Goldberg, like The Rock, like Triple H? Um, I guess I guess uh, wrestlers from that uh, that era coming back and, and having these matches. What's your thoughts on those? It, it depends on how old they are and what okay. and what they can and what they physically can do. Like, so I mean, we've seen over and over and over with Undertaker, you know, every WrestleMania and, and like Crown Jewel and whatever. You know, the whole consensus that I've like with all my other wrestling friends is like, you know, it's it's like, man, just retire and be done. Like some people, it's like, man, just the matches aren't good anymore, so they're not worth having you keep coming back. In in our like in, in my point of view, like with Undertaker, you know, his final match with AJ was good to where like you know they had that one. Um, like uh pre like movie style where it wasn't a live fight you know they made it into a movie essentially and for that being undertaker's last match it made it it made him look you know um similar to where he was before he really started tacking on those injuries but to go back to you know what you were asking you know i think it's like with Rock, with The Rock in particular, on this, if it does go down to that, I don't think it'll be. A, I think it'll be a great match, actually, because you know, if you if it, if it, if you or anybody follows The Rock on Instagram or anything like that, you can see the dude is still jacked and he's still working out and doing all these big movies. And he's, I want to say, he's mid forties, you know, close to being fifty, and he still moves around and being great and all this stuff he's doing so i think that he still would have the capability of putting on a good match with roman reigns at uh wrestlemania you know and becoming and maybe challenging him for that chief status um you know to say but i as much as i like would like that to happen you know obviously rock is a movie star now you know he's you know he he started out wrestling he's now a movie star that's great I don't think that he would keep, um, you know, he might keep the, if they have it to where, you know, he wins, it wouldn't be a um, a long reign, I don't think. Um, I would, honestly, if, that, if, if the, not, not to keep rambling, but if 
they do the whole Rock and Roman deal at WrestleMania, I think I would rather have Roman win just to kind of have that, you know, passing of the torch type deal. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, definitely. You know, kind of seeing Rock give, um, making the Rock look, uh, or, or, uh, making Roman Reigns look more powerful by having a win over the Rock, you know, kind of like he's the passing of the torch. Um, <clears throat> you know, definitely. I think that, um, Roman Reigns, of course, has been around in WWE for uh, <clears throat> for a number of years. You know, now he's just now getting that uh, that status of of their their top heel. You know, kind of a he's got this badass look. He's going to come in. He's just going to you know beat the shit out of everybody. And then uh, you know, and he's got Paul Heyman at his side. Um, and then of course, you know, he's going to have the Usos. Yeah, definitely. You know, I dig it. You know, I think that as long as they don't give The Rock another uh, run with the title. Yeah, you know, what? why the hell not? You know, have him come back and beat whoever, you know? Um, I think uh, I think if you can, and this might lead us to the next thing that we're going to get into. Uh, this might be a great segue. But I think if you can keep giving Randy Orton title reigns, I'm kind of... Um, I'm curious what WWE's uh, what what their overall plan is to do with this, because you know it's like, uh, and, and we can talk about this in a second. But it's like, if you're going to give Randy Orton the win over um, Drew McIntyre, yeah, you're building Drew McIntyre in the similar way that you're building Roman Reigns. If you're going to kind of um, have Randy Orton win the title from him, I I really hope that they don't try to do anything stupid with uh, Roman Reigns. You know. Um, where you know <clears throat> the Rock shows up, and then the, or you know Triple H, or you know whatever the hell else, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I think they got a good thing going on. Um, you know, have uh, keep that belt on Roman Reigns at least for, I mean, at least for a year. You know, keep yeah. the belt on for a year. You know, have have him talk him shit, his shit. You know, have him uh, come out here and you know and just beat people up. Say very little, you know. Let Paul Hammond do his talking, let uh, the Usos do his bidding, and then you know, and then go home. Simple, short, sweet. But um, kind of moving on to the next piece of business. Uh, of course, we can't get into everything, but um, we will talk about uh, Drew McIntyre. Um, of course, losing his title to uh, the Universal title, actually, to um, uh, our uh, well. Maybe not everyone's favorite guy, but Randy Orton, the Viper, the the Legend Killer. Um, what what did you think seeing Randy Orton kind of get that win over uh, Drew McIntyre? I thought it was a good match. I mean, you know, I've been like like I've said in former or not former, but you know, er, earlier podcasts that I love the whole Roman and Randy, not Roman, um, Drew and Randy yeah. um, feud going on. I know, and I think last time I said. Uh, the last podcast, but I think I, I predicted that Randy was going to win this one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I'm glad. And I think it just helps um, keep the, the momentum going for the, the feud overall. Now, the one thing I'm not too jazzed on is The Fiend getting in <laughs> on it. Like, yeah. I mean, and, and I get where WWE is coming from because um, a few years ago, you know, if you've watched WWE, you know, you've seen that Randy Orton had his run with the Wyatts. He used mm-hmm. to be tag team champions. And then him and Bray had had their feud at their at the compound, I believe is what it was called. And, and Randy burned it down. And so that's what 
you know, essentially the fiend is getting his revenge or, you know, whatever. But, a lot of layers going on. Yeah. 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 But not, not to dive too deep back into that, but as far as the Randy and Drew go, I think, you know, I think Randy is going to keep it maybe one more pay-per-view and then give it back to Drew, maybe. Depending on how this whole Miz um, getting the money in the bank, which if you didn't see Hell in the Cell, Tucker, uh, uh, what's the word, betrayed Otis, and mm-hmm. Otis had his money in the bank briefcase online, gave it to you, or ended up um, losing it to Miz. And so you've seen on Raw this, this past Raw, Miz tried to cash in on Randy Orton for a second time. He did that, I want to say, 10 years ago. And he mm-hmm. did it. But uh, he tried to do that with uh, Randy again. And Drew kind of, not kind of, he did, stopped him saying, you know, the only person who's going to take this title away from Randy is going to be me. So I'm curious to see how this plays out with Miz because obviously Miz is going to want the title. And so I think there's going to be a bunch of run ins with him. And the fiend and Drew McIntyre, so I feel like they're kind of just throwing it all in the pot and stirring it and see what kind of recipe they get. Mm-hmm. And I'm not too jazzed on that, but you know, I'm I'm keeping an open mind to see how everything plays out with that because it's like Randy Orton just has this huge target on the back of his on on his back as you know holding that title. Oh, for sure, you know, and um. um... Yeah, you know, I uh, I was a, you know I, I I wasn't a fan of um, Randy Orton getting that title. I get it, you know. You got to build Drew McIntyre. You know, Drew McIntyre. Uh, Randy Orton still is very much a star. You know, he's very 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 much carries that uh, that power. You know, he's um, at this point, you know, the the legend killer nickname. You know, he is he is kind of uh, a living legend. You know, he's a current legend. Um, mm-hmm. Now, you know, he's been WWE for about, I would want to say, close, getting close to 20 years, maybe, you know. He's yeah, maybe, pretty close. He's getting up there. Yeah, 16, yeah. So, so he's been around a while, you know, definitely uh, very decorated, I believe. Uh, 13 title, you know, 13 world titles. Um, uh, range. 14. So he's 14, yeah. Yeah, this is 14. 14. So, it, so it's one of those things of, I get it, you know, I, um, but, uh Something to, uh, to kind of uh, tack onto what you said is, yeah, you know, um, uh, Randy Orton, of course, said uh, Miz and Morrison, you know, they, they try to get the jump on him. Um, and then you have The Fiend coming out. And then, you know, and of course, Drew McIntyre still in the mix, you know. So, yeah, so we're, we're kind of throwing all this into a pot, seeing what's going on um, as we kind of uh, march towards, uh, uh, what is it, Survivor Series, right? So Survivor Series, of course, is the next uh, pay-per-view. Um, you know, I, I would like, to, I would definitely like to see that, uh, that, uh, Randy Orton, yeah. um, Drew McIntyre rematch, um, you know, going into Survivor Series, um, you know, if, I think that if, if, if you're going to do this, uh, this, um, McIntyre Orton feud and, and you want it to last a while, maybe you don't give him the title back. Maybe, you know, something, something happens, Randy Orton gets disqualified or, he loses, but he doesn't really lose it because he, you know, doesn't change the title over. I feel like, you know, kind of, Randy Orton's probably, he's maybe got a couple more years left on him, so 
you know, why not? But kind of build it up and then and then get uh, McIntyre more, more, you know, uh, get a more legitimate uh, credibility. You know, um, of course, uh, Drew McIntyre, in my mind, is probably the best thing about uh, Raw at this point, you know, uh, maybe aside from The Fiend. But, um, yeah, you know, if you're going to do that, at least kind of simmer it a little bit, build it up. Let McIntyre get McIntyre, of course, get his revenge, get that big win, and then maybe Randy Orton can kind of finish that feud with the, with the Fiend, or um, yeah, and then um, I and of course uh, for anyone that's listened to previous podcasts, um, I'm not a fan of the Miz. You know, I think that the Miz has just uh, never been my cup of tea. Um, so i i think it's kind of dumb that you give Miz the money in the bank and now he he can cash it in i think it's kind of <clears throat> otis was never going to win in my opinion he was never going to win the world title but it yeah no, they, they shouldn't have given it him to begin with i mean it's don't get me wrong i love otis and whatnot but yeah man, they, they they really wasted that on him yeah and it's but i can under it, it was a it would at least be fun you know what I mean? To kind of have him come out and maybe, um, maybe challenges for the mat or for the title, puts on a good match, but ultimately loses. You know, um, you could. Uh, I feel like he could have had a good match with, you know, maybe a McIntyre, um, and then now with Miz kind of getting it, you're kind of just really just throwing away the opportunity. And WWE will do this thing where they'll have an idea that's really hot and an idea that they can um, that they can mold and craft. And they can get a lot out of, but then they kind of don't know where to go after that. So I feel like that's what they're doing with the money in bank uh, briefcase. Yeah. It's like they give it to me, the Otis, but then Otis is more of a he's more of a comic relief. And then you give it to, and then of course Miz wins it, and then he tries to cash it in. So I feel like they're just kind of that's maybe not going to lead anywhere. Um, but uh, it's we'll we'll have to see. We march towards uh, Survivor Series. Of course, um, Braun Strowman is going to join Team Raw. Um, you know, after uh, AJ Styles declares himself uh, captain of Team Raw. Uh, now, of course, um, and then of course we had uh, Keith Lee and Sheamus come to the ring after uh, AJ Styles' little speech. Real quick, though, what do you? Uh, you know, I, I got to give a shout out to. Uh, to um, uh, AJ Styles' bodyguard, I guess, or his his friend, the guy that he comes to the ring with. Uh, mm. I, I forgot the name. Uh, very tall, muscular, scary-looking dude. He was out there with a turtleneck and a chain, and I feel like that's an underrated look. So I see what you're doing out there. Yeah. AJ Styles' bodyguard got the turtleneck yeah. on, got the chain. I thought I first, dig it. I, I, yeah. At first, I thought he was like when I first looked at him being that. So I thought it was Taco Fall from the Boston Celtics. So I'm like, what is he <laughs> doing with AJ Styles? I mean, but, he didn't make the Celtics, so he might as yeah, might as well. What else are you gonna be doing? But <laughs> you know, Taco Fall. You know, he uh, uh, w- one of the biggest uh, crimes of of, of uh, last year was that Taco Bell never gave. Taco Fall, that sponsorship. Right, I mean? like, like that was just perfect. <laughs> Taco Fall, how, Taco Bell. How often do you get that opportunity and they wasted it? <laughs> they could have given him his own version of a $5 box. 
I mean, I feel like if they give Travis, if Travis Scott can have a uh, McDonald's, uh, you know, McDonald's meal, Taco Fall can at least have one. I mean, come on. Yeah. What are you doing, Taco Fall? Mm-hmm. But uh, if you'd like to give us free food, you can also do that as well. So either way it works. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So uh, and then, of course, Braun Strowman comes out. You know, uh, he's able to defeat Keith Lee and Sheamus. Um, but yeah, and then, uh, <laughs> and then of course, uh, uh, I, I, you know, uh, another highlight of, uh, of, of this past Raw, uh, we got Jeff Hardy, who of course defeats Elias in a, a guitar on a pole match. Did you, did you get a chance to check this out? I did. And I was not, <laughs> oh man, like, you know, I love Jeff Hardy to death. But I think he's getting on that verge of, you know, he's obviously not doing the crazy stuff he used to whenever I was a kid. And, you know, you can't expect him to do that forever. Obviously, he's going to get old and he is older. But, man, it's not. And and I think it's just because it's with Elias right now. I mean, you know, Elias has that build where he could, you know, be a champion. But this whole. I'm a rock star thing. It's just kind of stupid, in my opinion. And having, you know, having <laughs> Jeff Hardy mixed in with that, it's not doing Jeff Hardy any favors either. It's just like, man, well, come up with something new. Well, you know, Jeff Hardy is a, is a rock star in his own right. You know, I think he had a couple of uh, shows in Mexico, and I think he had some other stuff. Uh, he, he, he had was in a, Tulsa. Did he? Okay. Yeah, it, he had a was, band at one point. Yeah, he was. Uh, I want to say it was the night before a SmackDown or a night after a SmackDown. He had a show in Tulsa because it was um, the, the Friday night SmackDown was the day of my birthday. And I was like, man, I'm going to go. And then Jeff Hardy announced that he was doing this like acoustic gig. And I was like, man, I'm going to catch Jeff Hardy and I'm going to catch SmackDown. I didn't catch either. And I mean, it, it is what it is. But Jeff Hardy should just stick to wrestling, in my opinion. If you've uh, listen to him on Instagram. You know why? <laughs> yeah. The um, uh, so he let's see. So his the name of his band is Pure P Rocks Y Gin. So it's spelled P R O X W Y or W H Y um, question mark and the G E N uh, apparently they've released three studio albums, so that's that that's something. You know, like I I hate to say this, but as far as the musician um, from that, uh, uh, you know, being a musician from um, uh, uh, for WWE, I feel like no one's done it better than uh, uh, John Cena out there. What do you think? Doing doing what better out there? As far as being a musician uh, coming from WWE. Yeah. Being a, you know. Yeah, okay. I mean, out of WWE, you know, like, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I did have that. I did have that, uh, that John Cena, you know, uh, My Time Is Now album. So... You know, it oh, wasn't good. Oh, I forgot he did that. I forgot yeah. he did that. It definitely wasn't good. 
But it no. was better. Yeah, it it was better than a lot of what of some of the other stuff. I don't know. I think I'd rather still listen to Fozzie than <laughs> listen to that. Oh. And you know, I'm I'm even gonna front. Fozzie has some 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 bangers, but for the most <laughs> part, they're not. I don't know. I got mixed feelings about it. I do think it's cool that he has that as his theme, though, and then everybody sings it back to him whenever he does his entrance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we we can uh, we can get into that right now. So just kind of uh, moving forward into the world of AEW, uh, all elite wrestling. Um, we're of course uh, looking ahead to uh, AEW Full Gear, uh, which is the the second annual full gear uh pay-per-view which of course is going down uh was it this saturday this saturday yeah so this saturday uh are you going to be checking that out you're going to be tuning in for full gear honestly man i think i'm just gonna get the results uh the next day not even gonna lie i I don't have enough time to, to grab it i may i may try and watch it before we do the um next podcast or the next recording you know if someone wants to record it and put it on youtube hint hint that would be excellent yeah so uh we don't encourage crimes over here but uh you should definitely pirate that and then put it on youtube <laughs> or send it to dathan or i yeah no the um so we're kind of um uh so on this deb- or almost the wwe on this aew full gear um, card. It looks like uh, I'm just going to run down these matches, and of course we can talk about them individually. But um, we got Hangman Adam Page uh, versus his uh, former tag team partner and former uh, friend uh, Kenny Omega. Yeah, for and the the winner gets. So this is uh, I didn't know this was going on, but there's an AEW World Championship uh, Eliminator Tournament Final Match. Um, of course, you know, the uh, AEW um, hosted a uh, a uh, tournament um, starting on the October 21st. Of course, mm-hmm. we didn't get a chance to talk about that. Yeah, but uh, but and then it, it went through um, of uh, last week, uh, all on Dynamite, by the way. And um, um, so we had uh, Pinta L0 uh, M. You know, he, of course, forfeited to uh, Ray Phoenix, you know, his uh, real life brother. Then we had Kenny Omega. Um, defeating uh, Sunny Kiss in a uh, squash match. Then we had Colt Cabana, um, of course, losing to Adam Page. Wardlow, defeating Jungle Boy. And then, of mm-hmm. course, on October 28th uh, um, was the semifinals. We had Kenny Omega scoring a pin over Pinta L0. Um, and then we had um, uh, Adam Page beating uh, Wardlow. And then now we got Kenny Omega and uh, Adam Page um, going down uh, for the final, and they're gonna they're gonna uh, fight the winner of uh, John Moxley and Eddie Kingston, who of course have an I Quit match for the AEW World Championship. Um, what's your thoughts on either one of those uh, matches, and uh, or both? Um, I think um, wow, it's Kenny Omega and um, Adam Page. I think that's. It's just gonna it's gonna add to their to their story because you know obviously they used to be tag team champions and then Hangman um, <clears throat> kind of put an end to that really quick and so now they're having their big scuffle and I think it makes sense to add 
to add this match to that um, storyline just to see, you know, because I mean, they both could, they both have very good chances beating each other. Um, at at it was the first man the challenge for the last year. <clears throat> but I think I think it'll be a good match overall. And on the John Moxley and Eddie Kingston match, that's gonna be. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this one. It's gonna be okay. You know, I'm still not. <laughs> I'm still. I'm still not like on board with this whole rivalry thing that him and Eddie Kingston have going on. It's just kind of bled to me. But I am looking forward to the um, Adam Page and uh, oh, I always forget his name, Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I I, I agree. You know, I think um, the I think the um, out of those two matches, I'm probably looking more forward to um hangman adam page and kenny omega you know of course we talked um we've talked previously about how uh darby allen and kenny omega um are kind of the two uh wrestlers that AEW wants to push in the future um you know of course kenny omega uh had a um he had a lot of a lot of clout a lot of a lot of fame he had had some pretty incredible matches um over in the uh, new japan um pro wrestling um and of course he's uh, a member of the elite um along with uh the young bucks um i you know i, I liked kenny omega and adam page as the tag team i thought that they worked really well um i you know I, i'm kind of thinking that uh, kenny omega would probably get this win um you know adam i feel like adam page is a credible opponent um, so I feel like they're going to give it to uh, Kenny Omega, and then of course you're going to have Kenny Omega and John Moxley, and they're going to kind of continue their feud from the beginning of AEW. Um, of course, uh, John Moxley, Kenny Omega previously have went up against each other. Um, <clears throat> at the uh, there was that uh, Las Vegas casino um, gimmick uh, pay per view. Where all, all uh, or nothing is what it was. All or nothing, yeah. There you go. So, um, so they kind of pick up that. I, I feel like they're going to pick up that food, feud, food. Well, hopefully they pick up the food. Uh, but oh, they're food sounds good. <laughs> food sounds good. Always pick up your food, everybody. But uh, they're going to pick up that feud. Um, <clears throat> now, uh, I and I feel like that John Moxley, Kenny Omega. You can do a lot of stuff with those guys. Um, of course, you can have Adam Page kind of in the background. Um, I'm in a grand to you. I don't. I don't really buy this whole Eddie Kingston stuff. Um, I was never a big fan of Eddie, Eddie Kingston, to be honest. Um, you know, there's a few stories kind of going around uh, that I've heard, at least, that maybe Eddie Kingston isn't the uh, best of guys. So, um, I'm not really. I, I don't really dig it. I mean, I, I it's it's. I mean, I it's guess what gotta, it is. Yeah, I mean, I feel like John Moxley could have set this one out, maybe. But I mean, I I don't know. Maybe, maybe Big John is over there wanting to want to do something. Maybe he's bored. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, and of course, a uh, couple of some of these other matches. Uh, we got Cody Rhodes, who is the um, AEW TNT champion, uh, and of course, he's going to defend his title against Darby Allen. Um, you know, Darby Allen was another one of those uh, guys. Uh, was the other the other guy that the um, AEW is talking about pushing? Um, so it looks like um, 
it looks like they're gonna go, they're gonna go toe to toe, if you will, uh, for the AEW TNT match. Now, uh, before we get on that match, uh, what's your thoughts on their uh, the TNT title being the secondary title uh, on, on AEW? Do you like it? Do you dislike it? What's up? Eh, I mean, it, it's yeah. man, it's good for what it is. Obviously, they can't you know copy you know Intercontinental title or United States out or anything like that. So I think, you know, they went with what they had. And mm-hmm. I think, I think, I think it's all right. It's, you know, I don't believe WCW had a TNT title. I don't think I've heard of anybody having like the TV network that they're on have a, have a championship named after them. So it's, it's definitely a first. Mm-hmm. And I, th- well, I think we- it's, I think it's okay. Like, it's nothing crazy, you know, but it's it's just it's just a secondary title. So I don't think I got have to be too crazy about it, you know. Yeah, well, you know, and we definitely have had like TV titles before. Um, I think ECW, WCW um, yeah. had both had TV titles. Um, you know, NXT has their what North American title. Um, WWE, of course, has their Intercontinental title and their uh, U.S. title, which they don't seem to give a fuck about. But um, yeah, I mean, I for me, like, I would like to see like a heavyweight championship, uh, uh, you know, title. I, I feel like they have a lot of good junior heavyweights or cruiserweights or J Cups or you know who whatever, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> they have a lot of uh, yeah. um, a lot of cruiserweight wrestlers out there that uh, that they could uh you know of course chris jericho was uh was um a former uh cruiserweight champion over in uh in uh well new japan and also wcw but um more to the point i I, he isn't a cruiserweight no more that's for sure (laughs) not anymore no no yeah he's drank too much of the bubbly too much of the bubbly there you go so uh living that rock star life uh you know going out there Having concerts that surges, getting people the COVID, you know. Having concerts on a yacht or a, a cruise ship, <laughs> having your own cruise. Yeah. I, man, that's that's the level of G status that I want. Having your own cruise and having your own concerts on them, like that's legit, <laughs> dude. Well, if people buy tickets to the cruise ship, they have to listen to your band, no matter how bad they are. Mm-hmm. You know, and actually, I've. I've thought about doing it like because i think he had another cruise lined up for this coming summer mm-hmm. and, and and i i looked into actually getting to i don't remember how much it was um but i mean you got to think i mean because it, it's not just fozzy you know not to get off mm-hmm. you know this topic of what we're on but it's not just his band it was a couple other bands and they had aew on it while mm-hmm. on that cruise I'm, i mean you gotta think going on, on a cruise to watch metal shows and wrestling. I mean, how many other people are doing that? You know, I, I think that's just pretty stupid cool, no matter if you like Fozzie or not. For sure. You know, you, you can always, you know, I, I feel like you don't have to watch Fozzie. You know, you can certainly do something else. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, you know, it's, yeah, not too bad. No, the, uh, so, um, but yeah, they, they, uh, they face off for the AEW TNT Championship. Um, you know, I feel like uh, Darby Allen. I, I, I it, if you're a guy that, um, if he's a guy that AEW wants to start building, um, you know, Cody Rhodes is is a good dance partner. 
um, mm-hmm. to have kind of build a feud with um, Cody Rhodes. Of course, you know, is that uh, probably one of one, if not one of the uh, the best uh, things about AEW, you know, as far as wrestling wise, um, you know, AEW, Cody Rhodes, of course, is the son of uh, the great uh, legendarily uh, American dream, Dusty Rhodes. Um, of course, the younger brother of uh, Dustin Rhodes, a.k.a. Goldust. Um, so, uh, you know, I think uh, Cody Rhodes um, uh, would be able to um, lead Darby Allen, you know, kind of uh, teach him uh, teach him some stuff. And I think that they can kind of get a lot of um, good things out of each other. Um, so yeah. I dig it. You know, I think either way, win or lose, um, prob- Darby Allen is probably not going to go over. But I feel like if he loses... No big deal, you know. He'll um, he could probably get a, a little uh, little shine from the rub of uh, mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes. Uh, of yeah, course, for sure. um, the uh, uh, another match on this is FTR, which is Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood, uh, former uh, WWE Tag Team Champions. Um, you the know, revival. the revival. Yeah, there you go. So former um, <laughs> WWE Tag Team Champions, the revival. Um, you know, the FTR, the the revival, my money, maybe, um, are some of the best thing, best tag teams, or best tag team, excuse me, um, in professional wrestling in the last few years. You know, I think, um, them alongside, uh, uh the North, which is uh, over in Impact Wrestling, um, you know, and then, uh, you have what, a private party, um, so. I think those three teams are, are some of the better ones kind of coming out um, here lately. Um, of course, WWE dropped the ball with them. Uh, you know, you can look up that story. Uh, but uh, WWE drops the ball with them with the revival. Uh, FTR goes over to um, AEW, becomes FTR. Um, and then they actually, so the, 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 they're having this match with the Young Bucks for the, uh, the tag team titles. Um, and of course, if the Young Bucks lose, they will never challenge for the AEW uh, tag team titles again. Um, and Tully Blanchard is, of course, uh, banned from ringside, so you know he can't can't help out uh, help out FTR. But um, and F, uh, the Young Bucks, of course, are consist of uh, Matt and Nick Jackson, real life brothers. Um, what do you think about the stipulation where if the Young Bucks lose, they can't challenge for the titles ever again? Honestly, I hate that stipulation, you know, because, I mean, first off, Cody did that early early on in AEW, and he lost. So, I mean, do they absolutely have to follow that? No. I mean, they'll probably find a loophole, you know, quote-unquote, in the storyline that says, oh, well, we can actually, we can challenge again. But this whole, you know, <clears throat> if we don't do it, then we're never going to challenge for it. I think it's kind of stupid. Uh, I mean... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, that's just me. I don't, I don't, I'm not really one for those. I mean, so if, it, I mean, like if it's a career on the line, you know, that's totally different, but it's, you know, if, because if you're, you know, quote unquote out of the company, you can't challenge for anything anyway. So it's whatever. But with this, you know, you're in the company, but you can't ever challenge the title. So what's the point of being in the company if you're not gonna, you know, try and go for the gold? you know right yeah the um i kind of think it's i mean i feel like um other than the young bucks you know you have some uh of course you know a private party that we're talking about and uh you have some credible uh tag teams out there 
um, in AEW. But it, it it's one of those things of I get it, I guess. You know, you, you have Butcher and Blade um, kind of, you know, out there looming around. Uh, you know, when um, when uh, what, what what is it? The, the Butcher, he's in uh, SLA dying, correct? Um, he's the uh, former he's guitar. In, he, he's in some band, yeah. Yeah, he's in some band. So there you go. But um, so um, I think that this uh, this Young Bucks FTR match, it's kind of long overdue. You know what I mean? I feel like whenever FTR debuted, as opposed to chasing off the Butcher and the Blade, I feel like coming in, this should have been the match to have. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like this is the match that everyone was talking about. Um, there was some real life heat going back and forth from the revival to uh, uh, between the year re- revival and the Young Bucks. I think it was Cody who was on Being the Elite, the uh, Young Bucks is uh, a or a YouTube uh, channel um, or YouTube show where he you know he's saying fuck the fuck the revival, um, you know, and that's kind of a play on the FTR, um, which is you know stands for Fear the Revolt, but. Um, I feel like they should have already had this match. And yeah, this one I was definitely like, long overdue. Yeah, and it's kind of like I'm a little less excited for it. You know, um, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of uh, Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood, um, mm. but uh, you know, was a big fan of them in the as a revival in WWE. But yeah, it's just kind of a little, little too late. I'll still watch it, but um, uh, I don't know. Maybe kind of drop the ball on that one. Yeah, but, uh, I, I do. I do think um, that um, FTR is definitely one of the better tag teams out there. You know, to completely agree with you, and de- WWE mm-hmm. definitely did drop the ball with what they, you know, you know, put them through. You know, mm-hmm. FTR is definitely one of the top teams right now, and they definitely do deserve to have the titles. Um, <clears throat> it would be maybe interesting to see then maybe do a feud with Young Bucks, you know, because the way it's been so far with some of these guys in, in AEW is they'll have the match, and then that'll be it. They won't really have some big um, feud for the title, you know. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, they this tag team would probably might, might be a cool start to, you know, try that out on, you know. Mm-hmm. For sure, you know, and I, and I think that, um, yeah, you know, I I think that uh, FTR is more than likely going to go over, so, you know, yeah, but uh, yeah, so um, kind of, uh, but moving forward, um, we got Matt Hardy and uh, Sammy Guevara, uh, in the elite deletion match, uh, so of course, uh, Matt Hardy, who uh, surprisingly wasn't dead from that. Dangerous uh, fall that he yeah. took a few months ago. Uh, he uh, he, you know. And real quick, um, this isn't on the uh, this isn't on the uh, he's not on the card. But um, uh, last week we uh, you know we, we didn't do a show, but I I wanted to mention uh, shout outs to Alex Reynolds um, over there who suffered a, uh, a scary uh, scary scary knockout. Um, I believe it was last week over on uh, AEW Dynamite. Uh, they kind of, it's kind of, if you haven't seen the video clip, go check it out. He's just, uh, I, I believe he takes a knee from Marcus, Mark Quinn. 
Um, and then he just kind of lays there and people work around him. And then instead of checking on the guy, they just kind of step over him and mm-hmm. then eventually wakes up and completes the match. But uh, this is, these are, uh, so with Matt Hardy and uh, Alex Reynolds, uh, these are two um, performers who have suffered dangerous concussions or c- dangerous, uh, dangerous boxes. Yeah, headshots. I mean, AEW. So it really kind of um, shows you uh, what's AEW doing? Because it's like with the Matt Hardy match um, over um, a few months ago, he, of course, you know, fell, uh, took a fall from the ladder, hit his head, uh, was just completely out of it. They really should have. They stopped the match and then he went and then he comes back. And then so it's like they should have. And then Sammy hit him over the head with a chair. Yeah, and it's just like God damn. And, that, and then that created real life heat between him and Matt. Yes, and, and then and then um, and then AEW of course tries to say, well, uh, our favorite guy uh, out there. Um, um, oh man, I forgot uh, forgot the fucking guy's name. Um, owner of the goddamn company, Tony Khan. Tony Khan. There you go. Sorry, Tony. Uh, Tony Khan, of course, says. Uh, well, hey, guys, relax. Matt Hardy's not really hurt. Uh, Matt Hardy's wife, of course, squashes those rumors. Says, hey, no, yeah, really no. Hurt. she got on Twitter hella quick. I think it was yeah. like right after that happened. Yes. And it's, so it's like you have two wrestlers, Matt Hardy, uh, Alex Reynolds, both suffer head injuries. Uh, and, you know, it's getting real scary out there because, you know, you're going to fuck around and someone's going to end up dying or getting seriously injured. And then. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I get, I get like, you know, with the Matt Hardy thing, that mm-hmm. was like the first time that's happened there. You know, that that should have been the moment where they all had their, their uh, you know, a team meeting and said, hey, hey, you know, we're going to keep doing, you know, shots of the head, but we've got to be more safe about it. You know, with that, we got to be more cautious about, you know, doing this stuff because, you know, wrestling, rest, I mean, the, the bumps and everything, it's, it's still serious stuff. Like, they're not. They they don't just walk out of the ring, you know, all happy and chipper afterwards. They're beaten, bruised, and everything, you know. So I mean, they definitely need to um, have more practice with doing stuff like that, and more conscious about doing some of these moves. Definitely, the, these moves that maybe they're not one hundred percent committed to, or they're they, you know they're maybe they're not a uh, maybe they they haven't done, or definitely because it's like. That's two guys now, of course, kind of uh, piggybacking what you said is with Matt Hardy, you can kind of say like, okay, you have one, no big deal. But, yeah, ac- uh, accidents uh, happen. Let's accidents move happen, on. Exactly. And then now it, you have two, so it's getting kind of... Like, what further. are you doing there, AEW? Yeah, kind of kind of big, big head skin, or what is it? Uh, chin scratching emoji, AEW. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, uh so we got um, uh, so we got Matt Hardy going against Sammy Guevara. Hopefully, no one gets seriously injured. Um, for me, really, I mean, like I kind of, uh, I could kind of pass on this match. Honestly, I mean, it's just kind of, it's cool, but it's ah, eh. yeah. I feel like they waited too long to do this match. Yeah, and it's it's kind of like you know, this is something that should have happened right after. I mean. Obviously, you know Matt Hardy had his head injury, but you know right as soon as he did that, they been was cleared. They should have, you know, did something. I think he's been cleared for a good while. Yeah, kind of, kind of wrap it up, guys. 
but uh um so uh and of course we have the uh, the um the women's um champion uh i can never say her name uh is it uh hakura hakara h-i-k-a-r-u hakura i want to say so yeah um she is a def- uh uh it's uh, hakura so she yeah she's defending her title against nyla rose the uh the, yeah. the beast or, yeah nyla rose uh, uh, with Vicky Guerrero in her corner um, for the women's uh, uh, women's world championship. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of I feel like if you didn't already put it on like an Isla Rose or like an Awesome Kong, like I can see putting on like a like a Britt Baker or you know um, uh, kind of like a. a Someone who's who's more well traveled. Mm-hmm. I don't get this thing where you're putting on like uh, uh, what it was. What the the first champion was uh, Rikio. Um, yeah, Rio. Uh, Rio. So it's like so with Rio, and then now it's like with um, Hakura. It's just kind of. <sighs> I mean, I don't know because it's like if um, like uh, John Moxley is, is your world champion, right? So you know you can so if if we're uh, if AEW had crowds you know or you, you put them on a poster it's like here's your world champion John Moxley here's your women's world champion Hakura you know it doesn't have the same kind of sting and I feel yeah. like with someone like an awesome Kong or Nyla Rose you can kind of or like a Britt Baker or you know if you have a, a more um, like a well established like there's a difference between uh, Hakura. And like a uh, Oscar, you know what I mean? Like yeah. one of them is a uh, great professional wrestler. The other is kind of um, someone uh, that comes from like uh, New Japan pro wrestling. So it's kind of yeah. doesn't have the same stink. I I hope Nyla Rose gets this win, and then and then of course they put the belt on her because uh, at least you know she's opposing. Uh, you kind of get a lot firmer, and then of course you can kind of build. Um, uh, Hakuro's uh, uh, championship run, kind of making her come back, makes her look stronger. I just hope that they don't do anything stupid where Nala Rose jobs or loses yeah, within under like a minute or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like a squash match. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but um, so, and of course, uh, running down the card here, we got uh, Chris Jericho goes one on one with uh, MJF. Uh, if MJF wins, he can join the inner circle. Uh, but if he loses, I guess he can't. But then, I don't know. This is fucking stupid. But um, I guess MJF uh, is no longer feuding with Cody. And then Chris Jericho, I guess, just forgot that he was in a uh, orange, an orange crush uh, match a few a few weeks ago. With Orange Cassidy, so then I guess everybody just kind of shrugged their shoulders and forgot to pass, and then now MJF wants to join the inner circle uh, because you know why the hell not? But, yeah. Um, yep. So um, of course, uh, what's your thoughts on that stipulation, and what's your thoughts on this match in total? Eh, yeah. This is this is another one of those, and I'm probably gonna pass on like 
Mm-hmm. It, I feel like I, I know AEW wanted to make you know this inner circle you know maybe on the level like you know NWO you know but everybody's wanting to have these factions be on that level you know you know and, and this one like not, not like I feel like the members of it just don't mix mesh well you know what I mean mm-hmm. like like everybody in there is too different to where they have their own their own deal going on and so you know for me the inner circle just isn't that big of a deal to go out and join and i feel like this is honestly kind of just a filler match for the for the card Mm -hmm. yeah for sure you know and it's um well you know uh the inner circle of course is composed of uh chris jericho he's he's the leader and then of course you have uh ortiz and uh man i forgot the other guy's name um santana yeah yeah santana Santana and Ortiz, um, and then Sam have, Guevara, uh, Sam Guevara, and then you have uh, John Hager, uh, or Jake Hager, sorry, Jake, Jake Hager, yeah. yeah, Jake Hager is an Oklahoma boy from Perry over over there in Perry, so shout out to Perry, Oklahoma, but uh, Jake Hager, uh, of course, the former Jack Swagger, and Jake Hager also has a, a budding MMA career, so that's pretty cool too, but um, they are. Uh, you have uh uh the inner circle um and if uh mjf and i guess wardlow like what are they gonna do with wardlow if he if mjf wins See, like yeah that's what i was wondering i was thinking about that today on my break at work i was like just watching some of the wrestling stuff and catching up with it but i, I was thinking so does wardlow just get a tag along and he's automatically a member too or what are they doing with him i thought the same thing it's kind of like it's kind of like whenever um like you uh you invite your friend to the movies and then they're like hey well uh i'm hanging out with wardlow is that cool if he comes too but you don't tell ward you don't tell wardlow that you're asking but it's kind of like chris chris jericho's texting you you're mjf you're saying is it cool if wardlow comes question mark and then chris jericho hits him with the like uh sure like he's not excited about it he's not really even happy about it it's just kind of like uh why not yeah I kind of feel like that situation where MJF is going to bring Wardlow and then I guess they're, I don't, yeah, I agree. Like it's the inner circle is trying to be the NWO or they're trying to be the bullet club or they're trying to be DX or they're trying to be the nation domination. And it's just kind of like, eh, eh, I feel yeah. like there's, there's other things that like a, and that's the thing though, is like AW has a wealth of talent. It just seems like they're kind of, Kind of not... piss poor with with the booking, honestly. Yeah, you know, and uh, they're um, and of course, uh, uh, Tony Khan is making a lot of those those shots, uh, a lot of those decisions. I don't know. I mean, I get, I I get if you're Chris Jericho, you know, you're kind of just doing whatever they ask you to do because you're at the end of your career. You're maybe not the the guy that you used to be. You're still hell of a professional wrestler, but I mean. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, I feel like if he was going to be part of some big faction, uh-huh. he should have did this earlier on in his career. You know, well, and and, and I mean, yeah, definitely. Or he should have, and, and and of course he's had you know numerous tag teams before. Um, but I feel like if you're Chris Jericho, why not just reach out to like a, a Cody Rhodes or something, you know, or like another big power player, you know what I mean? Yeah. And just but. I mean, 
I don't know. I guy or just like a Chris Jericho and MJF. You know, kind of a power couple thing. But yeah. Um, um I don't Honestly, know. I feel, yeah, like, I, I feel like Chris Jericho's a better singles competitor or was than, you know, being with somebody else. Yeah, and it's like and Chris Jericho is still, you know, uh, of course I alluded to this earlier, but Chris Jericho is still a uh, hell of a professional wrestler. You know, he can see still a hell of a promo. He still has he still is really good and it's like i feel like he could put on some really good matches and this match that he'll have with mjf is i feel like it's going to be great it's going to be a good match but the stipulations and kind of uh, the promo and leading into it and the story is just kind of eh yeah the match for sure good, but yeah for but, sure uh, yeah but uh so uh to be determined if mjf and uh maybe possibly wardlow can join the inner circle um uh, and uh kind of moving down here uh, and and wrapping up, uh, wrapping up. Um, we got Orange Cassidy uh, against uh, John Silver. Um, I like this. You know, like I wasn't a fan of. Uh, I wasn't a fan of uh, Orange Cassidy originally. Um, I'm still not that. I mean, I got an Orange Cassidy shirt only because I was going to go for him as Halloween, but uh, it arrived too late, so I just now got it this week. Mm. Uh, but uh, I feel like he's more of a novelty than like an actual wrestler, in my opinion. Yeah, like like, like, not... like he, he he's kind of like that. He's like that guy. Like you know, Hornswoggle is his own guy, and Orange Cassidy is his own guy. Like they're not, you know, there for anything special. They're just there to kind of. I mean, he's kind of their comedic relief. You know, I would say. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. You know, so it's kind of like, and and that's the thing is like, uh, uh, Orange Cassidy was, of course, um, he was a part of the um, the uh, the colony, uh, which was a gimmick consisted of uh, 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 a faction consisting of uh, wrestling ants. So, um, you know, and, and he's done some really good work there, but it's. Um, It's I don't know. Yeah, like I still think Orange Cassidy is a uh, he's a good wrestler, but um, yeah, it's it's kind of like uh, eh, kind yeah. of a filler match. Yeah. So, um, and then of course, uh, uh, Serena uh, Deep um, is gonna square off with Allison Cade um, for the NWA World Women's Championship. So I guess um, NWA is of course. Uh, um, letting AEW borrow their uh, their women's title, and then uh, they're gonna have this match on there. Um, you know uh, the stuff that I've seen from both ladies is good. You know, I think um, um, uh, Allison K. Uh, I had I was able to watch her on like uh, Impact, um, uh, TNA. You know where she's a former champion or two-time champion. Sorry. Um. And you know, and I like I like the stuff that I've seen from her. You know, so um, I'm interested interested to see uh, how that's going to go. Um, and then uh, Serena Deeb, um, <clears throat> excuse me, um, I, I've definitely seen some stuff from her. Um, you know, of course, she's uh, had some uh, history with uh, WWE um, on their uh, Florida Championship uh, brand. Um, so yeah, I mean, I. I I like uh, what I've seen from from both ladies. Um, I think it'll be a good match. Um, I think it's definitely 
it's one of those matches where you know you 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 definitely want to um you definitely want to uh stay tuned oh uh she was a part of the uh straight edge society i can't believe i forgot that but yeah so um with uh dark uh, gallows and cm punk yeah um, yeah yeah can't i totally forgot about that so shame on me um so, where she was shaved bald where she was shaved bald yeah there you go so i don't know but um I, I, you know, she has hair now, so uh, that's good, I guess. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think this is one of those matches, along with uh, the Adam Page Kenny Omega, uh, the Rhodes Darby Allen match, um, and the uh, FTR uh, Young Bucks match. Where, yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel like you should tune into this. You know, um, maybe you can skip the Orange Cassidy John Silver match. The Chris Jericho MJF match, the other women's title match. Um, I think out of the two, uh, this Serena Allison match is uh, it's a match you probably want to you want to check out and watch. So for sure, for sure, for sure. But all right, um, so that kind of concludes our uh, deep dive into uh, the wrestling news of the, of this week. Um, and uh, uh, Dathan, as we wrap up here, is there anything else you kind of want to get into or? Uh, yeah, Habib uh, Nagamaramama fuck up his Yeah, yeah. retired. Yeah. Retired. Yeah, quick hits, but yeah, uh, Habib um, Nagamaramama, uh, of course, got the uh, submission win over Justin Gaethje. Uh, pretty dominant. Um, retires at twenty nine and zero. Um, has wins over the likes of uh, Michael Johnson, um, Edson Barbosa, uh, the great uh, Conor McGregor, um, and then of course gets this win over Justin Gaethje. Uh, yeah, you know I think um, a lot of people were throwing around the uh, goat status on Habib. Um, I feel like they do that with everybody who retires semi early. Yeah, and it's kind of like I don't think that I think Habib is definitely. Probably the greatest lightweight to ever do it. I don't think that he's the greatest of all time. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I feel like the the term "goat" is thrown around too often to really have any legitimate meaning anymore. You know, definitely, yeah. So it, it's, it's, it's so kind of, overused for sure. You know, so it's it, it's just yeah. So, but I'd, um, for me, you know, my personal uh, greatest of all time. Uh, uh, still GSP, but uh, you know, that's a that's another uh, that's another conversation for another podcast in the future. But uh, yeah, shout outs to Habib. Uh, hopefully, he stays retired. I really hope he does. He stays retired, he doesn't, uh, and uh, and no matter how much money the UFC offers him that for that uh, Connor rematch, just stay retired. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Don't fucking come back. <laughs> not because you're not good. Yeah, but anyways, yep. So, uh, shout out to Habib. Um, definitely check out uh, Full Gear goes on goes down this Saturday, um, and uh, we will be back next week um, to wrap up all the news uh, and all the uh, results from Full Gear and all the happenings in the wild world of uh, pro wrestling. Um, and maybe we can fit in some uh, MMA news, MMA results uh, next week as well. Uh, but if you have any questions, uh, please send those to the uh, Facebook page. Um, you can send them to our email, which is spudplexpodcast, all one word at gmail.com. You can message one of us, any of us individually, 
or either one of us, rather, uh, you can find me on Instagram at jwhitedeer at instagram.com. And you can find Dathan at d.john underscore mustard. d.john mustard. So hit him up. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> for any ladies out there, hit him up with uh, some date ideas that you would like uh, <laughs> Dathan to, you know, where you want Dathan to take you. You know, and I feel like, uh, yeah. And we'll, we'll report back on whatever. our friends. He's down for whatever. You can even Skype him. That's a fun date. I've done that this year, you know, doing a doing a Skype date. How did that go? I feel like that would be really kind of awkward. You know what? It actually wasn't bad. You know, we I I set up my phone in my car, um, and I was eating. Uh, let's see, I was eating Taco Mayo, which I mean, it's not the best thing, but I was. It was cheap. I didn't have to pay for her. I paid for me. I was over there eating. She was eating her stuff. Uh, we got to talk. Good time. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. There you go. So, uh, but yep. Um, so tune in to us, uh, next week. Uh, you guys stay beautiful. We'll see you next time and the time after that. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.